You're now tuned in to Bestseller University, giving you content and sharing information to help you as a new or experienced author go to the next level in your career, creating more opportunities for your book. Let's take it to the next level. Get ready for the ride, y'all. Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Bestseller University podcast my name is sugar ray destin jr i am the i'm your host today i'm also the founder and ceo of bobm publishing full service publishing house that helps with everything from the idea the creation to the marketing and launching of your of your book i've been so successful that the last well over 400 authors have all went number one on Amazon, and you should be next. Now, before we get into our, into today's podcast, let's take a quick uh, quick break and hear from our sponsor over at Bestseller University online training platform. Hey, everybody. Uh, my name is Sugar Ray Destin Jr. I'm the founder and CEO of BOBM Publishing. We've helped over 400 new beginners become best-selling authors not just best-selling authors, number one best-selling authors. And so a lot of times we hear from people that haven't written their book or people that have already written their book and the buzz is gone. How do I keep this buzz going? Or how do I write my first book? Well, we've listened. We've heard you. We've heard you. We've heard you. And we've taken, taken the time to go back and create a university specifically for authors. It's called Bestseller University. The enrollment is opening up on March 1st. So less than two, less than two weeks from now, you'll be able to enroll in bestseller university. Now, is this, is this, uh, done for you publishing? No, this is all information that you can do at your own pace, self-paced courses that teach you how to write a book, how to market the book. And if you want that group or one-on-one feel, we have some additional, courses that are coming. We're bringing back our flagship course, The Business of Books Mastermind, which helped so many people to understand how to brand, how to market, how to build an audience and the opportunities that come from your book. So this is exclusively for you. If you've been sitting on the couch and you've been waiting on that opportunity to get your book out there, get in front of the right people and maximize those opportunities, Bestselling University is for you. There will be an investment for it. But once again, most of the courses in Bestseller University are self-paced. We want you to succeed as new authors because believe it or not, we didn't start with 400 number one best-selling authors. We started with a dream. We started with a plan. We started with a, we started with fear in our hearts, just like you started. Um, and from authors who've been there and done it to now teaching you the strings and the ropes so that you don't have to go through the you don't have to go through the years and the months and the days and the weeks of trying to figure it out for yourself we put it all together for you in one platform so that you can go in for yourself and a self-paced self-paced time and if you decide that you want to publish on your own by all means the guys will be there if you decide that you want to work with bobm publishing by all means We'll have access. You'll have access to our exclusive Facebook group, Bestseller University. But all we ask is that you take a look and take it serious. This is your opportunity to take it to the next level. Don't sleep on yourself. And remember, everybody has a story. It's time to write yours. We love you guys and look forward to seeing you inside of Bestseller University.
Okay, well, listen, let's go ahead and jump into today's episode. You know, as, as we've been, been going over these uh, disinformation for the last few few days, few weeks, um, we talked about some of the business aspects. We talked about some of the writing aspects. And now this today is all about discipline. What do I mean by discipline? As an author, you have to have a powerful writing routine you have to develop a writing routine otherwise you'll get stuck in that you'll get stuck in that rut where you're looking a year from now five years from now ten years from now and wonder why is my book still not published the reason your book isn't published is because you haven't developed a system you haven't developed the discipline you haven't developed something that's going to help you get to the next level and get that book out of you you have to you have to give yourself time to give it birth right and so this is what today's podcast is all about developing a writing routine so i'm just going to share a few tips with you that will help you to develop your own personal writing routine some of it may work for you some of it may not with it if it applies if it doesn't apply let it fly right that's the that's the old saying let's go let's go with it um the few tips that i have for you first and foremost um as, as you know, I'm going to go high level, I'm going to break it, and then I'm going to come back and break it down. But I want you to have the information that helps you to develop your writing routine successfully. One of the first things that we want to talk about is developing a writing schedule. Developing a writing schedule. We schedule everything else in our lives. Why are we not scheduling the thing that's important to us in this moment? Schedule your writing. Next thing is Writing goals, writing goals. Oh, you thought you were going to get away from goals? You have to have goals in order for it to become, in order for it to become a reality, right? If you don't have a goal for it, then it's just something that you think you can do. It's just something that you want to do. We don't dream. We actually plan and set goals for ourselves. Next is um, your writing space or your writing room. You have to you have to set aside something that makes you feel empowered as you're writing on a consistent basis. So your writing room and your writing space. We'll talk. We'll talk a little bit in depth about that one. That's huge. Trust me, that's huge. Um, next is eliminate those distractions. That sounds. That sounds. That sounds crazy to some of you because you're like, I don't have distractions. Yeah, you do. You got to eliminate those distractions in order to get to your goals. You have to eliminate distractions. This is going to be a game changer for you. Um, next is if you haven't already started to do so, start using writing prompts. Start using writing prompts. Sometimes that just gets your pen going. Once your pen going, the brain, once your pen gets going, then the ideas start flowing. Remember that. Next thing is one thing that most go-getters have a very hard time doing, and that's just take a break, take a break. And then last, last, this one changed my, changed my life. Huge shout out to, to, uh, to my accountability partner that first started in this with me. Now, Ms. Kito Johori, um, changed the game for me just by having an accountability partner. I was accountable to someone other than myself. So let's go back and let's take it from the beginning. Um, I hope you got your pen and pad ready because this is going to be power packed. It's going to be full of information. So let's start at the beginning, creating your writing schedule. It sounds so simple, you know, um, well, 
Okay, of course I can I can create a writing schedule. Let me give you let me give you something that that will truly help you. If you are a a writer, if you're a new writer, do something as simple as starting with 30 minutes a day. And I know most of you are like 30 minutes a day. That's that's way too much. Okay, let's break it down. If you look at if you look at an entire day, how many how many hours is that? 24 hours, 60 minutes in every hour. So you're looking at 1,440 hours. All I'm asking you to take out is 30, 148th of your day, right? Now, here is the here's the breakdown of most of our days. You have, let's say you have eight to eight to nine hours for work. I'm giving you that hour break so that that uh, turns into into nine hours. Actually, that break can probably be where you find your 30 minutes if you're really disciplined with it. Next, you have family time. Let's say you're the most amazing uh, parent. You're the most amazing sibling. You're the most amazing uh, son, daughter. Uh, you have you spend all this time with your with your family. You spend that time with your spouse. Well, in actuality, that's probably about three hours out of your day. So you're now up to max 12 hours. Got to get you some rest. If you're an adult, let's be honest. As adults, we don't need that full eight hours. Six hours will probably suffice. So now you're at about what? Where were we at? 12, add six. So you're at about 18 hours. You still have six hours left in your day that you can do something with. You can spend that time on your hobby. If you're sitting in front of the TV all night, guess what? Change. Take some time away from some of those shows that you're watching. But if I just gave you six hours out of your day, not to mention that hour out of your out of your lunch break, you all you have about seven hours in there that you can take and put 30 minutes aside for yourself. Find that time consistently every day. If you're a more experienced writer or you have a faster deadline to get that book done, give yourself an hour out of that day, two hours. It all depends on you, but you have to set that aside, set that time aside every day consistently. One of the things that, that, uh, that I highly recommend is setting it aside at the very same time each and every day. If you set it aside, if you set that time aside, each and every day, people begin to know your routine. They begin to know your schedule. They begin to know, okay, during this hour, this is time that we absolutely cannot interrupt because they are working. They're working on their project. They're working on their book. They know that you're going to be sitting in a space writing. Now, let's talk about the, the next phase of this, which is your goals, your writing goals. Um, if, you, if you're just writing just to write, that's cool. But you have to understand what are your writing goals, and and we talked about this in the previous podcast. Some of the some of the goals as authors, but we'll go over just a few for your writing purposes, right? Maybe you want to write a certain amount of words every day. Maybe you want to write for a certain time every day. Maybe you have a weekly goal that you're trying to hit. Whatever the goal is, this is what I want you to to focus on. And make sure it's smart, specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-oriented. Specific, measurable, time-oriented, specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-oriented. That means don't just say, I'm going to I'm gonna write for 30 minutes every day. 
why don't you change it to I am going to write for 30 minutes between the hours of 6 a.m. and 6.30 a.m. each day for a total of seven and a half hours each week. Is that specific? Yes, because you said specifically what you're going to do. Is it measurable? Yes, because again, that 30 minutes is exact. Is it attainable? If you can get yourself up every morning at the same time, yes, it's very attainable. Is it realistic? If it, is it realistic for you is the question. Because if you're not a morning person and you set a goal to write every morning at a certain time, <laughs> you're going to you're going you're going to catch it. But if you are a morning person, then this just becomes part of your routine. This becomes something that you can do without fail. If you need to change it to an evening goal, change it to an evening goal. Whenever you're most productive, that's when you want to set that time aside. Also, think about the not only are you thinking about the amount of time that you're allotting, think about the amount of words that you're that you're writing. Maybe you want to write. Maybe your goal is to, to write a, a book that's about 150 pages. If it's about 150 pages, you're looking at you're looking at roughly 100,000, not 100,000, roughly 50,000 words. That's going to be about 150 pages. You break it down based on the number of pages that you're trying to write. You break it down based on the number of words and you break it down based on the number of chapters. Maybe you say, I want to write a chapter each week by writing for 30 minutes to an hour each day. But be specific in whatever that goal is, because the one goal that I always have for each and every author is make sure you give your book a birth date, a birth date, because that goal in itself will give you so much clarity and so much focus, something that you are consistently shooting for as a as an author. Give yourself goals while you're writing. Make that part of your writing routine. Put those goals up on the on the wall. Write them in your planner. Put them in your phone. Keep those goals in front of you so that you're constantly reminded of what it is that you are trying to do. Next thing is your space. Your space, your space, your space. As a writer, it's important to determine what type of space you want to write in. Do you do you excel when you are around a lot of noise and a lot of confusion? If that's you, hey, hats off, right? For me, I had to be somewhere writing that was peaceful, somewhere that's quiet. You can you can pick a room in your house that is that is quiet. You can go to a coffee shop. You can go to the the water. You can go to the lake, the the river in your town. Go to the beach if you're near if you're near a beach. But make sure that your writing space is comfortable. It provides an environment that keeps you free from free from everything that's going to distract you from the project at hand. If you begin to write in the same place consistently, not only writing in the same place consistently, but it is pleasing to you as the writer, which is going to be most important, then you will find yourself writing freely, writing effectively, and writing at a very high level because your mind and your body begins to begins to have that memory muscle that anytime you enter into this space, 
It's looking for a pen. It's looking for a pad. It's looking for a keyboard because it wants to get that information out of there. You're training your mind by consistently being in the same space, in the same place, consistently. Again, the word here is consistently. That writing space is so important. If you are, if you're, if you need complete emptiness in in a single room clear out that room if you need to be surrounded by positive quotes by positive energy then put on some put on some music um what i would not recommend doing is trying to write to music that is that is 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 noisy is is cluttering that may be you but for me some good writing writing music I love R&B. I love jazz even more so. Um, I'm not a I'm not a classical dude. So some of the some of the artists that I listen to as I'm writing, um, Maxwell, he has a, a great album called Embryo. Anytime I'm ready to to just get it out, I'll put Embryo on and I begin to to flow. Um, Erica Badu has some great music that she. Um, some great albums that she has put out there and they're so, so mellow and it just follows a certain flow that when I begin to listen to it, my mind begins to flow. It's, it, it, it draws certain things out of me. It puts me in a peaceful place so that my mind is, is flowing. Jill Scott is a, is another, there are so many Kenny G, um, Boney James, um, Robert Glasper. These are some great, Great, great artists that have if have music that will just soothe your soul while you begin to write. You can listen to instrumentals as you write. You can listen to music that has that has uh, has vocals in it. You decide what's going to be a distraction and what's actually going to help. But that's part of your your writing environment. What you see, what you hear while you're writing is going to be so important because it sets the tone and it sets the mood for you to get the information out of you. Next thing is, this one is hard for, for, for most of us. Eliminate distractions. Eliminate distractions. And, and you're probably saying, man, you, you just don't know my life. Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. I've heard from so many different authors, worked with so many hundreds of authors, and it's always the same thing. Well, I got a big family or, you know, I, I, I work, I do this, I, um, social media. You got to eliminate some of those, those distractions. During your writing time, turn everything and clear everyone out of that space. One of the, one of the guys that I worked with when he first wrote his book, uh, Daryl Wayne Thomas Jr., salute, um, he wrote his book. And he is the father of five. Uh, him and his wife have been married for, for a very long time. Now, as a, as a father of five, you can imagine there's so many things that are going on in that house at any given time. What he said is family time is so important to me that what I'm going to do is wake up an hour early and write. I'm going to wake up an hour before anybody else in the house gets up. That way I can get my time with God. I can get my time in that I'm writing. You have to make that commitment to eliminate those distractions because once you eliminate those distractions, turn off, turn off your TV, turn off, get off of social media. Um, don't tell your, tell your family, 
not don't tell your family. Tell your family that during this time, I am going to be in this particular place. If you need me, if it's an absolute emergency, that's the only time that you reach out to me. Other than that, I'm in do not disturb mode. Once you eliminate those distractions and you just clear everything out, get the clutter out of the way, you'll find that you have so much more time. Your mind is so much freer to just release the information that you want to get on the paper. And that release is going to help you dramatically to get that information out there for for those who are are reading. Right. And it's going to make your writing so much more effective and powerful. Next thing, if you find yourself stuck, use writing prompts. There are writing prompts everywhere. You can you can download what I'll do for you for you all is put together a list of writing prompts. Um, something as simple as write about write about your day, write a write about the things that you're grateful for, write about whatever it is. Just get some writing prompts, something to get your pen flowing so your mind starts going. Because when you have those writing prompts, all it's going to do is is start to generate ideas. But if these writing prompts are just to help you write better, that's good. One thing that I want you to understand as a writer is once your pen starts flowing, get back to work on the topic at hand. Don't just don't get so caught up in the writing prompts that you get away from the project that you are that you are working on. But use those writing prompts. They're there for a reason. And they're called prompts because they prompt you to write. Next thing is take breaks, take breaks, take breaks, take breaks. We we talk about it all the time. You know, mental health is so important. Self-care is so important. Give yourself time to actually, actually breathe. Breathe in the moment. Breathe. Get away from get away from everything. Give yourself a give yourself time to to just do something for you. If you if you begin to to write and you find that you're not getting those words out, take a break. Step away from it. Do something fun. Um, do some yoga. Do a do a quick workout. Do something that is going to take your mind away from it. Um, spend some time with family. Maybe go watch a watch a basketball game, watch a football game, um, watch a great movie. What this does is it it refreshes you for the moment, so that when you come back to your writing, your mind is now renewed. You've had a chance to you had a chance to decompress, and once you decompress, what you'll find is that now your words are are flowing. In, in a, a much different way because your, your mind is relaxed, your body's relaxed. You've given yourself a chance to just breathe. You've given your chance, giving yourself a chance to take a break from everything. And you stop letting all the stress and the gotta go, gotta go, gotta go, gotta go, gotta go mentality. You've given yourself a break from that. And that's what's going to free you so that you can actually get to uh, get that that great writing out. And here's the last one. This one, I, I, I want to give a huge shout out to this young lady, uh, Miss Kito Johori, my accountability partner. The reason that I'm giving her a huge shout out is because when I first started on this journey, um, I knew that I needed accountability. I knew that I needed accountability in track of my goals. 
The reason that I needed that accountability was because my goals are huge. My goals have never been have never been small. My goals are global. My goals are worldwide. My goals are to to help and impact so many. And once I had an accountability partner, we were able to break those goals down and we held each other accountable. I want to do this by this date. OK, when we met, we met once a week. Sometimes we go to a coffee shop. Sometimes we would go to just go to the water. We go to there's a place in Austin that I, I love and I got to get back to soon. Uh, Mount Bonnell. We just go sit up there and just just let the let the air in. And while we were doing these things, we talked about our goals. We talked about the future. We talked about the things that we wanted for ourselves. And each time that we each time that we checked in with each other, what it did was if you didn't hit your goal, then it brings the sense of, oh man, I got I to gotta do better. If you are out there and you are trying to conquer your goals alone, it's going to be very hard. What I recommend for everyone is to find yourself, one, find an accountability partner, somebody that's going to hold you accountable through the process of getting your, getting your goals out there, getting your, especially with your book, um, have check-ins. If you don't have friends like that, get into an accountability group. There are so many accountability groups out there. When I first, when I became the most productive was when I, I joined um, Eric Thomas's community, which is Breathe University. In that community, Nikki Saunders did a great job on a consistent basis of running that call. Okay, what are your goals? What's your check-in? Who's your accountability partner? These quick, quick hits. It was, there were so many of us, there were hundreds of us in this group. And it was probably a 30 second check-in. That 30 second check-in each day kept us on track. Get into an accountability group outside of just having an accountability partner. The more accountability you have, the better it's going to be. And the other thing that I suggest is get yourself a coach. Get yourself a coach. And most people, I've heard this in, in writing communities and writers groups. If they're charging you to do something with your writing, then they're, they're schemers. No, no, they're not. Those people who are charging you are charging you based on their level of expertise. They're charging you to keep you accountable to your goals, to your dreams. And you'll realize that when you begin investing in yourself, you take yourself to a completely different level because two things are happening. Two things are triggering in your mind. One, if I'm paying for this, then I have to put the work in and I have to put the efforts in. Two, when you begin to pay somebody to help you along your journey, what they're doing is holding you accountable. That accountability is priceless. It's priceless. It's priceless. It's priceless. So for each of you on here, find yourself an accountability partner. Get into accountability groups. You can join our you can join our accountability groups over at Bestseller University and we'll hold you accountable. Get yourself in. Get yourself a coach, someone who is going to take you to the next level and hold you accountable to the things that you said, because you've been telling your family, your friends, everybody around you. I'm going to write this book. I'm going to write this book. But you haven't done it. Why? You have had no one to hold you accountable. And those that did try to hold you accountable, you got mad at them because they brought back what you said that you were going to do because they cared about you. Now is the time 
to take it to the next level. So listen, everybody, just a quick recap on the things that, that we talked about on, on this one. Um, to develop your writing routine, you need to, one, create a writing schedule. Two, establish writing goals. Three, your writing room space environment. Four, eliminate those distractions. Five, use writing prompts. Six, take breaks as necessary. And seven, stay accountable. Find yourself an accountability partner, group, coach. Listen, hopefully this information, not hopefully, I know this information was, was helpful. I want you all to, to apply it, right? Don't just listen to it, apply it. And do me a favor, if it, if it was helpful to you, go ahead and like, share, and comment. Leave a comment in on your on your favorite podcast platform. Share it with somebody who is in this writing journey with you, um, somebody who needs to hear it, somebody that's been talking about writing their book for the past 5, 10, 20 years and, and have not been able to get it out. And also, um, just, just leave us a, a kind review. Um, let the people know, hey, this podcast really is, is what it is. Um, as I always tell you, everybody has a story. It's time to write yours. Until next time, my name is Sugar Ray Destin Jr. Love you guys to life.